Hey y'all, this is your host, Elise Robinson, with Nobody Wants to Work Though podcast. I hope these stories will inspire you to switch careers. I was an auditor in my past life, and now I'm in tech. And let's get to it. We are Switch Into Tech, tech resources to accelerate your career in information technology. Monthly classes on tech topics. We offer free or discounted exam vouchers, scholarships, free Udemy courses, free events, free boot camps, and more. You can find us at www.switchintotech.org. Hey, y'all. Uh, this is Elise Robinson with Nobody Wants to Work Though podcast. Today we have Dina. She is in Vancouver, Canada. She is our third international guest. So I'm excited to have her. And uh, go ahead and tell us what your old career was and what you transitioned into, Dina. Hey, everyone. I'm really excited to be here and kind of talk about my previous experience with you. So I studied engineering. I did my four-year degree in Malaysia, and I was supposed to kind of continue that career moving into Canada and also be a biomedical engineer. Um, but I kind of left that behind, started my marketing career, and I'm three years into my marketing career right now doing marketing for real estate projects in Vancouver. And yeah, just really excited to talk about that. So do you find that engineering kind of lended well? What type of engineering, first of all? What type of engineering? Biomedical. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't have anything to do with civil. Because I was like, okay, civil kind of feeds into real estate. So maybe, maybe <laughs> they kind of lended to it. But no, let me, <laughs> let me backtrack on that. Um, yeah, <laughs> very different. I know. <laughs> Uh, what, here's a fun one. What did you want to be when you grew up? That is a really fun one. So I was really confused pretty much my whole life. Growing up, I wanted to be an astronaut and work at NASA. Uh, I was like 10 years old and that was literally my biggest dream ever. <laughs> and um, I wanted to be a photographer. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be an actress. Um, it was a journey of self-discovery for sure. And I was still confused because I wanted to be so many different things, but that wasn't something that my parents or my family would be happy with. Uh, we had certain cultural things in, in our hometown and where we lived um, that you only have to be a certain type of um, you only have to choose a certain type of career. You only have to be an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, maybe some flexibility on that with a lawyer part, but that's pretty much it. So um, coming from a family with engineers, I kind of had to follow in their footsteps and just be that as well. That was the expectation. Uh, we had chats here and there, but they weren't really happy with me doing anything else. So I did that. Um, so I went to university for biomedical engineering, and it was a new type of engineering at the time. It merged engineering, electronics, and medicine all at once. So it really felt like I was doing kind of more than one degree at once. It was very tiring. I had to study up all night, barely get any sleep. And on top of that, I didn't really like it. So it's very cool. If you're doing that, kudos to you. It's awesome. Good career, pays really well. <laughs> but um, I just couldn't envision myself doing that for the rest of my life and couldn't see that this was me. I didn't feel like 
it matched well with my personality or the passions and the hobbies that I had. Um, I would go every day to, to university and go into labs and do tutorials or do an experiment. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't care to learn how I'm doing it or how I should be doing it. I just want to get this over with. So I did it, whatever. Um, and I moved to Canada two years ago. I kind of wanted that new step in my career, especially that I consider myself kind of a nomad because I was born in Iraq. I lived in I lived until I was nine and a half years old. I moved to Jordan, stayed there for a couple of years, moved to Malaysia, lived there for 11 years, and now in Canada. So I've lived in different places my whole life. And I was just kind of used to moving to a new country every couple of years. So I moved here. I really like it. And the expectation was, again, to move here and do engineering. Um, and I was kind of willing to do that as well. <laughs> But to, to come from a different country and do the same job, it is very difficult. You have to do more studying. You have to do a lot of work, probably volunteer and do free work in the beginning. And you're not really sure how long it's going to take for you to be an engineer here. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to move here, do the hard work and be broke for a little bit, um, be poor, <laughs> and then just be an engineer and make my parents happy. That was the kind of the thought behind it. Um, so two years into moving into Canada, I found this agency that would just help newcomers to Canada find a job and just train them on how to do your resume, how to uh, learn the Canadian laws and the taxes, all of that kind of really important adult stuff. Um, so I joined that and at the time they didn't have anything to do with engineering or science at all. Um, I wanted something that would kind of help me get my foot in the door a little bit. And they're like, we're sorry, we just have like business stuff, accounting and a little bit of marketing. So maybe we can place you into marketing. Because um, I had a lot of skills that would kind of have something to do with marketing. I did a lot of photography back in the day. Um, I used to just do that on the side while I was doing my degree. Um, I have an extensive knowledge and skills and experience in Photoshop and Lightroom and retouching, um, a lot of volunteering work. So um, she was like, you do have that kind of skills and experience. You can just put it into this job temporarily until you can just finish the placement and find something else. You don't have to stay there forever. So I needed the money at the time. I needed to find a job uh, to, to kind of figure my life after that. So I was like, okay, I'll just do it. I'm not going to lose anything you know, and I started it. It was marketing for real estate projects. So they're mostly pre-sell projects. So what pre-sell is pretty much a building that doesn't exist. You buy uh, a, like a townhome or a condo, and then you wait for it to be finished and then you kind of move in. Um, did not know that thing existed. We don't do that in Malaysia. And I did not know anything about real estate or buying a home at all. I don't have a house. So, um, I tried it and they were willing to kind of hire me without the skills needed for real estate at the time. They just needed someone to assist them with marketing. They're willing with anything. It was kind of a really low paying job too. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to get in there, get some Canadian experience, learn something, and then see what I can do after. I started it. I really liked it. And I felt like I truly went to work every day, loving what I do. And it encompassed a lot of things that I like to do, um, in my free time as well. Like I like 
creativity. I like retouching. I like photography. I like videography. I like to just brainstorm ideas and come up with something and create a project that never existed and kind of go outside, drive around and see it in real life. Uh, it gave me so much satisfaction and I felt good about it and I decided to do it. And I had to have that really difficult talk with my parents. It's like, listen, I don't like what you want me to do. I really found passion in what I'm doing right now. It's really good. I'm already building my experience here in this country and it will in the future pay me well. I am good at it. I am learning and I can go to school and get a bachelor's degree in it to really strengthen my background. And I can be the person that I've always wanted to be. Um, sorry, it's not the thing that you want me to be, but I will make you proud. I'm, I'm just going to make sure that I will not disappoint you guys in whatever decision I'm going to make. And you're only going to be proud of me. And it was difficult in the beginning to have that chat. They were not really supportive in the beginning. Not, not saying not supportive, but they weren't really thrilled with it. Um, but as I just continued my work there and I was promoted. I was doing a lot of really important work. Uh, we drive around and I show them the projects like that I'm working on. I show them the billboards. I show them uh, the buildings that are in construction that I kind of pull the strategy to launch. And they just, they just accepted it. They were really happy after to see my progress and that I'm happy that I'm working with really amazing, talented people and that I'm doing a good job. And yeah, they're really, really supportive. It's funny to say that because if you told me they would be supportive like two years ago, I would have laughed in your face, but they really are supportive right now. They really am happy that I'm doing the thing that I've always wanted to do. And I kind of did the thing that I promised them to do, to always make them proud and to not do something that I will regret in the future and say, oh, maybe I should have just stuck to engineering and did that because my current job's not really paying me. So yeah, here's a little background about it all. And yeah, here, here I am now, almost almost three years into doing it. And I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. Gotcha. You touched on a lot of my questions already. <laughs> Ooh, my phone is on, on to passwords coming on. Um, <laughs> I will say, as a little side comment, that I hate accounting. I, I literally do. Um, I will say that I failed uh, um, my first accounting course. So I was like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I hated it. But, you know, accounting is, is the language of business. And so I was like, well, first of all, accounting is a skill that I can use as an entrepreneur. I, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. That's, that's, that's number one. And number two... Um, you know, no one can tell me about my money and I can, I can balance my books, you know, et cetera, taxes, all that good stuff. So, um, it wasn't until I got to my audit course where I was like, okay, like this is, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause I, I hated financial accounting. I hated managerial accounting. Those are the first two courses that you would ever take in accounting and you have to take them. There's no way around it. Um, and so I was like, okay, as long as I pass it with a B, you know, I'm, I'm good to go. Um, and so, you know, when I, I was like, I, I will never be an accountant. I hate accounting, you know, um, there's all kinds of other careers you can go to if you study accounting, but, you know, audit is another big one. It's either you go to audit, accounting or tax, right? 
And so I was like, well, tax. I, I do love tax too. I'll say I love tax and audit. Audit was so fun. So, so fun. So, you know, my thing is, did you not find something within your engineering degree that you could have loved or you were just like, no, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> um, I really tried to love it. <laughs> I tried my best. <laughs> so I would just go to, to, to university every day. I'm like, you know, you could just try to like it and maybe it will work. Like fake it till you make it. But, um, I just couldn't, to be honest, and I didn't care. Like, you know, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like that. You know, I I enjoy chemistry, physics, math, all that good stuff. Like, yeah. you know, I if you if you listen to my podcast, business brain mm -hmm. versus tech brain, that's that's about myself. That's the second one, and you know, I've always had a scientific mindset, but. Um, I didn't want to do the labs. I'm lazy. <laughs> I am so lazy. I didn't care to do the labs. So I, I feel you on, you know, those labs and things like that. I, I don't know how you did it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go to school doing all that. And, you know, you look at the schedule, they're like, okay, well, you know, the course, you know, the, I don't know what they call it. The lecture, the lecture is two hours and then lab is three. I don't be at school for five hours for, for just, for, I mean, for one class. And then I still have to take English and math and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know how people do it. So, you know, accounting it was. <laughs> <laughs> For me, we had like lectures, tutorials, and labs. So basically I was, and I had six uh, courses to take every semester. I was pretty much at university from 8 a.m. sometimes to 9 or 10 p.m. just doing all of these things and then I have to stay there in the library to study because I have exams and quizzes and all that kind of stuff. I pretty much had no life outside university. I barely slept. I used to kind of run on like one hour, half an hour like sleep and just chug a lot of Red Bull <laughs> to kind of keep me awake which is bad. Don't do that. Um so yeah, it, I felt like it was just uh, feeding into the hustle culture. You have to just pretty much kill yourself to be in a specific career and have no life, no friends, don't even experience anything in your 20s. And that maybe potentially made me hate it. Like if I had a different experience and I actually enjoyed my university experience, maybe it could have been different. But um, the circumstances that I did my engineering degree in, it was just not the best. And um, the people and then the culture there and the students and um, it just wasn't that really good community to be around. So it, at the end, I felt like I was miserable, tired. I developed migraines. I had dark circles. I was exhausted all the time. Um, just not something I wanted to do moving forward after taking that. It sucks because, I mean, people need to study those majors. You know what I'm saying? Because um, they, they keep saying there's a shortage. I don't know how true that is. But, yeah, you know... You know, I'm calling myself lazy and I, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm I'm lazy because I didn't want to do all that. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's crazy that you have to put in all of that work, you know, to get to get there. Um, so um, I, I don't I don't know how people do it because, um, yeah, I would have loved being probably like a physics or chemistry major, but 
I, I wasn't about that life. I wasn't going to do all that work. <laughs> I'm like, there's there's much easier paths to, to money, you know, and, and a career and all that other stuff. So um, I don't know. And now I feel kind of bad because you said all that. And I'm, I don't want to deter people from <laughs> going into those careers. <laughs> but, yeah, honestly, if you do love what you're doing, you're going to be willing to put in the hard work. My best friend, which I uh, went to school with, uh, she's a chemical engineer now, and that was her passion since she was a little baby. She's always known she wanted to be an engineer and a, chemi a chemical engineer. So she worked super hard for it, and she experienced pretty much exactly what I've gone through, even worse, because <laughs> chemical engineering is so difficult. Um, but she did it, and now she's doing that in real life, and she loves it. So if you have the passion for it, don't be discouraged from what we're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. I guess, I mean, I didn't love it enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> I didn't love it enough. Um, let's see. You, you kind of talked about the process. You know, you said you moved to Canada, and they have these programs that help you, you know, find a position like, I'm, I'm actually shocked they didn't have any type of, like, engineering type of roles. And I'm, I'm curious as to why, because um, I've actually looked at the Canadian immigration process as whether, you know, for, like, uh, tech and then also being, uh, you know, accounting, auditor, whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, though they, they claim they need those roles, but maybe, you know, tech is is different than engineering. So maybe not necessarily engineering. Maybe there's a overgrowth of those but um you know did they did you have to interview for the position or they were just like here here you are you know you can work at this real estate company you know my thing is how did you convince them to take a chance on you yeah so at the time I did have to interview I did have to kind of touch uh, touch up my resume because my resume had nothing to do with real estate. So um, I kind of have I kind of had to work with that um, agency to kind of brush it up a little bit and include the skills and the hobbies that I used to have that are more creative and have something to do with photography in it. Um, and I did uh, a few jobs here and there while I was a student that did have something to do with business and sales. So um, they encouraged me to just include everything and interview. So they had partners at the time where they have people work with and they introduced a partner to me and they were like, this is a company, they do this, this and this. And you could just try it for a little bit and tell us what you think. Um, the interview process was really easy. They just really needed an assistant at the time. They were willing to take anyone and just train them a little bit. Um, so I had like an interview and the manager after she was like I really like you you seem like a good person and I'll just train you and we could do it I was like okay I'll do it <laughs> and I um I started yeah um I think I started like a week and a half later um and yeah I was doing really simple stuff in the beginning nothing too crazy nothing really really marketing related I was just kind of helping out with whatever the manager needed um and yeah um yeah um what are some positives and negatives of your new career you know um do you think that you know marketing <laughs> maybe you might get in trouble for sending out the wrong message I mean like what you know what goes on in marketing I, I don't know 
<laughs> Some positives, I'll start with the positives, you know. Uh, marketing is really creative and it's a big umbrella term for so many different things. So you will learn a lot. And if you're a person that likes to learn, this is going to be the best thing that you're going to experience. Um, you get to work with a lot of different departments. You get to meet a lot of decision makers. You get to work with a lot of companies and clients. So you will learn a little bit about sales, a little bit about marketing, a little bit about software development, a little bit about operations. Um, in what I'm doing right now in real estate, I've learned so much about construction which is bizarre to me to think that I would be a marketer learning about construction, but that's how it goes. Um, and you just really have fun. You meet a lot of people. And if you like meeting a lot of people, you're going to meet a ton if you do marketing. Um, so it, it could be really fun if you like it and you like making friends and different experiences and traveling. You could travel a lot depending on where you are working. Um, so it's not really boring. It's not like a routine thing that you have to do every single day. It changes and it forces you to pivot really quickly. So your brain is always working. Um, some of the negatives, um, people don't really know what marketers do. So you could get a lot of really weird questionable questions. A lot of people will ask you, so what do you do? Do you just post on Instagram? And what do you do? Do you just do TikTok? And, um, it's pretty sad because a lot of people have a misconception about what marketers do and how hard you have to work to get into this industry. And they just underestimate your job. So you have to do a lot of explaining, a lot of education. And sometimes even if you do explain what you do to people, they're not going to believe you because they still think you're just going to post on Instagram and do like a few TikToks every day. So um that, I mean, not a really a big deal, but if you get asked this question a lot, it's it gets really annoying. Um, one other thing, um, again, it, this really depends on your industry, but as a marketer working within a company, you probably will be less paid than other departments in the beginning. So compared to sales or operations or development, or even like software engineers, you're going to be paid probably less than them. Um, but obviously if you do work hard and you gain a lot of experience to have a big seat at the table and really have a lot of input in what the company is doing and the projects is launching and probably get a good return investment, uh, you will be paid good in the beginning. So it just needs a little time and effort. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> here, here's a good one for you because <laughs> I... You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm an introvert. People think that I'm not, and I I am. You know, I put on my my big girl <laughs> my big girl draws, and you know, I I put on this this persona, and you know, I get my money. You know, that's how I see it. Um, I'm gonna be bubbly. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna put on a smile. I love to laugh and all that good stuff. And that doesn't necessarily carry on to the engineering stereotype of, you know, <laughs> you know how that is. Um, you know, they, they want to sit in the corner and, and they're not people, uh, people uh, persons. And, you know, they, they're not very vocal about certain things. And, um, you know, you, you seem like, you're the opposite and you may not have fit into engineering either way. 
And I struggle with that being, you know, I, I have an engineer mind and I also have the, the business mind and people don't necessarily know what to do with me. Um, Cause you know, I can, I can sit in the corner for eight hours out the day and program if I need to. And then I can also get up in front of 500 people and do a speech just perfectly fine. And that's something that's very rare. And so do you think that, you know, um, you had the personality to, to necessarily be an engineer? The answer is going to surprise you, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's really interesting that you said I was bubbly and I had the personality for marketing because I've been an introvert my whole life. It's getting better now, but I would still consider myself an introvert. I was never a people person and I would always get social anxiety. I would always get so nervous if I have to give a presentation in front of more than like two people. And I've always gotten like... I would shake, I would get palpitation. It wasn't just nerves. It was like a whole body kind of attack. I don't know how to even explain it, but it could get really scary where your body just gives up on you. Um, I would hate going into big gatherings. I would hate to be around people and I would just try, but Again, my brain and my body would just give up on me. Um, so telling me that I would be a marketer a few years later, this is insane. And um, I would say the same thing for engineering. I think there's a misconception that if you are very bubbly and outgoing, you can't be an engineer because engineers are always very closed off people. I would not agree with that necessarily because I know a lot of engineers that are very bubbly and very outgoing. Um, so it really depends on you as a person and what you can handle, what you like to do. Um, in engineering, you will have to meet a lot of clients, a lot of people, um, work in factories, depending on what engineering you do, work in big groups, you have to speak at conferences, um, and you have to brainstorm ideas. You're not going to work alone all the time. Um, so if you're if you're looking to get into the workforce, no matter what industry you are, you kind of have to be accepting of just putting yourself out there and networking and speaking to people because you will never be successful if you just sit by yourself. No work or no clients will just come and knock on your door. You have to really, really work hard and speak to people. So um, in my case right now, I would say I'm a bit of both. I can be an extrovert when I want to, but I can also be an introvert when I want to. It's kind of a, my friend would call it selective introvert and selective extrovert. So uh, don't, don't follow stereotypes. Don't follow misconceptions about different jobs. Just be yourself. And if you like something, just do it your way. You're going to make it. <laughs> I think you say that only because, you know, um, you, you haven't worked at a large organization where there's pretty much nothing but engineers. Because <laughs> what you do, you will figure out that you are the freaking oddball. But, um, you know, when I was when I was in big tech or whatever, like, you know, I would say hello to my coworkers and stuff like that. And they're like, what do you want? <laughs> um, you know, like, what do you want? And, you know, I just like, oh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just being me, you know, but... Uh, 
Yeah, I will say that. I will say now. Now it, I believe it's changing a little bit to where, you know, like you may have to do, you know, speeches and conferences and, you know, you know, consulting and things like that. But there's still a big subset where you don't have to, um, you know, and yeah, it's 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 really crazy. And until like more people that are, I think the word is ambi ambiverts are in there and extroverts, like it's, it's still going to be crazy to an extent. Um, but yeah, I will say being an auditor, um, it gave me just enough of people, you know, as an introvert to where I was like, okay, this is, this is enough. And then I can just go back to my little cubby hole, you know, even though I did presentations and I did interviews of people and things like that, but it was more so like 70% I'm, I'm researching, writing and, you know, typing up things and, you know, I'm sitting behind the computer, sending emails and talking on the phone. The other 30% is where I had to go in person and meet these people and do interviews like that. So, um, and also I didn't necessarily work in a team either. I was in charge of my own projects. So, you know, it's like, okay, this was perfect for me because, you know, as an introvert, you know, the, the stereotype of you don't work well in teams and, you know, all that good stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> you want to be <Yeah>. independent. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, just just to throw that out there for people that may want to be auditors. I mean, you could definitely work in a team if you want to, but I was always in charge of my own projects to where I directed what I did for for my day. The only time I would work in a team quote is when I was interviewing people and doing presentations. And sometimes we would work as a team, but it would still be my project and I'm delegating to my coworker, what I need them to do for me because <laughs> they didn't have a project at the time. So they were helping, but, um, but yeah, um, I, I find that engineering is, is still very, very closed off <laughs> to an extent. So, so yeah, just, just throwing that out there. Um, last question. Uh, well, actually I got two more questions for you. Do you think, you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but do you think that it was a, a, a time waster studying, you know, engineering? Um, do you think you should have went straight into marketing or do you think that, you know, it was just, it was just a long, you know, you were along for the ride. It was part of your journey, your life, your, 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 your destiny. Um, and, you know, do you have any regrets? Do you think you should have changed anything? I don't necessarily regret it because it did help me eventually figure out what I want to do and what I like and what I don't like. Um, and at the time, honestly, I just didn't know that I wanted to be a marketer or I wanted a specific career. So I just did it, not really knowing any, any better. Um, but it did teach me a lot and I've met really great people. Um, I met great professors that I would probably remember the things that they taught me, the mannerisms, the advice that they gave. Um, and I did, I did meet people from all around the world. I networked a lot and I don't think I would say I would regret it. Um, for marketing, for marketing, you honestly don't need a degree. So even if at the time I wanted to be a marketer, 
it probably would be a waste of money and time to do marketing. You truly can be a marketer by skills and experience, not necessarily a full-on degree. Unless you want to, then good for you, but um, it's not really a necessity. Um, I do regret the money that I do had to spend, though. <laughs> for engineering is one of the most expensive uh, degrees you probably will have to do in your life. And being in Malaysia, I was an international student, so I had to probably pay more, like three times more than locals at the time. So I spent thousands, thousands of dollars. And to see now I'm doing something completely different, um, that money could have been put into better use. But, you know, that's such as life, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's a part of the process. So yeah, I say that a lot. It's a part of the process. Um, and, you know, that's why I asked you in the beginning, you know, did what, you know, what type of engineering degree it was, you know, was it civil and, you know, um, you know, just try to tie it to, you know, being in real estate because yeah, I'll, I'll agree that, you know, you don't necessarily need a marketing degree because, you know, let's say for example, you know, I studied accounting and I want to get in marketing, you know, for an accounting firm or something like that. My background in accounting would, would help me in that, you know? Um, and this is what I tell people all the time, you know, when you try to switch careers or something like that, try to play off of your, your old experience. Cause it helps. Um, I get targeted a lot for, for, for government contracts because, you know, I have that government experience and, you know, accounting experience, consulting experience like that, that all that comes into play. Um, so never, ever, ever negate, you know, your experience and your, in your journey. Um, and like you said, the process and, um, last question, um, last words on, you know, telling someone, you know, about career switching, what, what did you wish you knew um, in the past that um, you would apply today? Any tips or tricks? For marketers or just generally? Any? Just, just in general, just in general, some general advice. And I mean, you can, you can make it marketing uh, specific if you want to, too. Ooh, that's a really good one. So I would say, um, especially for marketers, if you're planning to switch into marketing or you're doing your degree and you want to be a marketer after you graduate. Um, it's really important to manage your expectations because marketing is not going to be like Emily in Paris. And I hear this a lot from people that they just think they're going to go into marketing and travel the world and go all over Europe and make amazing money and work with amazing brands. And while this is true to some extent, um, marketing is one of the jobs that includes a lot of numbers, a lot of analytics, a lot of reports, a lot of work that could be boring to some extent, um, a lot of client presentations, a lot of approvals, a lot of cash flows and budgets. So it's not always going to be that fun thing that you see on TV. And it's, it's to some extent on TV and online, it's romanticized to a very big extent. And it's really important that you understand it's difficult to get into the industry. It's difficult to stay in it. And it changes so fast. You always have to go in it with a learner's and a student mindset um, to be relevant, to stay there for longer, to get paid well. So it's not that amazing job where you just work one hour a day and you call it a day and go home and have a vacation in Paris. It's not going to be like that. 
Um, if that's your life, then I envy you. Please teach me your ways. <laughs> but um, it's, it's really important to go into it being ready to do the hard work and get your hands a little dirty. Um, and I kind of touched on this earlier, but going into this with a learner's mindset is so important. Um, Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. We, we're still here. <laughs> oh, it showed me that uh, something went wrong with the Zoom for some reason. Oh, okay. No, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I'll, I'll cut it out. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Where was it? Where did I leave off? Something you said a, a learner's mindset. Yeah. So um, it's really important to go uh, into any industry, but if you do marketing, then uh, same thing applies is that you just have to go there with a learners and a student mindset. You always have to treat this as a learning experience and be able to not only learn from it, but being able to be coached, be open to be coached by other people that have been there in the industry longer than you are. It's easy to go into a job and think that you know everything, you don't need to learn anything and you can do it. But that's not going to be the case. You're going to work with people that will teach you a lot along the way. And it's important to not have ego, be humble, and learn as much as you can. It's like taking a course, but in real life, hands-on. Um, if people are doing a certain job and it's not a part of your job description, it's really, really important to ask them questions and ask why they do it in this company, how they do it, what is it going to mean for you? And learning that will give you so many different skills that you can apply in any job that you take on later. So it's just to protect yourself in a way that if you go to a job, you're not just doing a few tasks and that's it. They're going to ask you, so what did you learn? Can you do this? Can you do that? And you're like, no, I didn't do that. It's really important to be a well-rounded person and learn different things to add to your skill set. Um, I would also say um, it's really important to understand the hard work that you have to do. So switching from a different career, um, it's not gonna be easy. So even for marketers, um, you will have to kind of work more than 40 hours a week at times, especially if you're just starting out. It's not gonna be fun and games all the time. Uh, when I first started in my first two years, I used to work more than 60 hours a week um, just to catch up on work, do work stuff, and then study. Um, so it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of effort that you have to put in there. But again, if you do put a lot of effort, it's going to be worth it in the beginning. So um, that's a really good advice that not only in, in your career, but in anything in life, you really have to put effort to get things. You won't get something easily. Um, and that's uh, a misconception about a lot of things in life. A lot of people want to get things the easy way. And if it's difficult just a little bit, they do give up and they don't want to do it. So if you want that lifestyle that you, you see on TV or you want to get into marketing because you like it, you have to put an effort to get there. Um, and one last thing is... Anything needs experience, but especially in marketing, you do need a lot of experience. And this might sound funny if you're trying to switch or you're trying to um, 
get into a career in marketing after graduating. Um, experience can be obtained by so many different sources. So you don't have to have a company type of experience or work in an organization or agency to be able to get that experience. I would really, really advise that you look up job descriptions, look up skills and traits needed in marketing, and look up different tools that you can learn or different softwares that you can learn. Even if you're in school right now, you could use your projects, your assignments, and all the work that you're doing in school in your resume to get into a marketing job. It all counts. You just have to put in the work. So there's so many sources and courses online that you can take to help you, um, like HubSpot, and Google, they offer so many courses, they're for free, and they give you a great extensive experience and knowledge about what it takes to do certain things in marketing, whether it's social media or SEO or advertising, whatever it is, you can gain it on your own time and then build your own social media platforms, get that experience and show it to potential companies. You will be surprised how well that works. So yeah. I, if, I, if I would go back in time and tell myself this, I would have been way ahead of my, co I, I, I kind of still am a little way like ahead of people that are in marketing that are just three years into the career. Um, but it would definitely help someone that is starting out to kind of ties into my previous advice. Just do the hard work and get as much experience as you can from your school, from your own time, different hobbies that you have. If you do photography, if you do videography, uh, if you've ever helped someone with a creative idea, it all counts, I promise you. Surely does count. Um, one thing I can say about audit is it, it's pretty much been the same since probably the beginning of time, right? One plus one equals two. You know, you're trying to figure out what the process is and, and tie that back to, you know, what's what actually is being done. Um, you know, interviews, whatever, um, presentations, that that doesn't really change. And one thing about moving over to tech was all of the learning. And so yeah, it's it's putting the time in the work in and you know, I, I I learned AWS. And so when I moved over to, you know, Microsoft, I had to learn Azure. And so I'm, I'm you know, I'm doing the labs and things like that. So yeah, I was, I probably was working more than 40 hours a week. <laughs> and then I had exams that I had to pass and things like that. So, so yeah, nothing necessarily comes easy. Some stuff does, some stuff does. Um, I, I won't say that all of it won't, but you definitely have to put the hours in and, you know, take your time, pace yourself. Don't, don't burn out. That's for sure. Don't burn out. And, um, you know, time waits for no one, whether you do it today, tomorrow, next week, next year, you know, it's, it's going to be there. Um, so that's my final word on that. And uh, tell them where you can find, uh, find you, Dina. Ooh. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn at Dina Al Sudani. Um, I'm not really on any other social media platforms professionally, so um, you can just find me mainly on LinkedIn, where I can share a little bit of my journey with marketing and self discovery and career. Oops, I'm clicking and it. it's not unclicking. <laughs> All right, you heard it first from Dina. She went from you know studying 
is it biomedical engineering, biomedical engineering to um, to marketing. Um, and she's moved countries in order to do it and things like that. So definitely reach out to her about all of that. And if you haven't subscribed, you can subscribe on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and whatever else your favorite um, podcast app is where we are everywhere. And uh, subscribe and we will see you um, next time. We got more guests coming because people are excited to talk about their career switching stories. And um, yeah, nobody wants to work though.